Good morning, everybody. Greetings from London. Welcome back after the summer break to Keeping an Eye on the Geopolitical Ball with me, Jamie Shea, Senior Fellow at Friends of uh, Europe. Uh, General de Gaulle uh, visited Brazil back in the 1960s, and he famously said that Brazil is a country with enormous potential that will always have enormous potential. In other words, he was sort of referring to that well-known syndrome of countries or organizations that look as if they have all of the ingredients of success. Uh, in Brazil's case, you know, natural resources, educated population, uh, water, size. But because of poor governance, because of corruption, because of bad policies, they always fail to deliver uh, on uh, that potential. And uh, de Gaulle's uh, Brazil phrase uh, came back to me a couple of days ago when I was observing the latest gathering of the BRICS in South Africa, in Johannesburg. Uh, this uh, 15th summit of the BRICS, which stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China and uh, South uh, Africa, uh, was an attempt to sort of reboot and relaunch uh, 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 a grouping, which in the past hasn't lived up to its uh, expectations. The BRICS came on the scene uh, in 2009. And at the time, uh, the group symbolized the, the rising economic stars of the world, particularly China, Russia, uh, Brazil, uh, with higher growth rates, with more direct foreign investment, with a better business climate. And these countries would pull the rather sclerotic West, which was suffering from the collapse of Lehman Brothers uh, and the financial meltdown of the banks at that time, uh, 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 out of uh, uh, crisis and back into growth. But it hasn't really worked that way. The BRICS uh, have, have, have had annual summits, but they have been stronger on rhetoric than on substance. Uh, China and Russia have been happy to use the BRICS as a forum to bash the West and accuse it of all of it, the ills of civilization, uh, hegemony, neocolonialism, exploitation and the like. But other countries like Brazil, South Africa and India have taken a more pragmatic attitude, being more interested, uh, for example, in uh, what the BRICS can do in the field of uh, uh, development, trade in local currencies, breaking uh, the global dominance of the uh, dollar, providing soft loans, uh, infrastructure projects, uh, and the like. Uh, the BRICS have also had some divergences among their own membership, particularly uh, uh, India and China. Uh, those two countries have almost come to military war uh, uh, over disputes in the Himalayas, uh, uh, for uh, instance. And then finally, the, the economic performance of the five BRICS members has also sort of fallen short of expectations. You all know about, of course, Russia and the sanctions in the wake of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The Chinese economy also has slowed down considerably and Chinese property companies like Evergrande have now come close to the edge of bankruptcy. Youth unemployment is rising as well. In fact, this week, uh, Gina Raimondo, the US Commerce Secretary visiting China, said that China was in danger of becoming uninvestable because of its very poor treatment uh, uh, of uh, American uh, companies trying to do uh, business there. Brazil has been mired in poverty and wealth inequalities, which also explain why uh, President uh, Lula da Silva uh, returned to power in the last election. South Africa has been uh, endemically mired in corruption and also uh, the inability of the state uh, electricity company, ESCOM, to keep the lights on in Johannesburg and South Africa 
uh, in, in Cape Town, excuse me, for more than a few uh, hours uh, 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 a day. So there was um, just justifiably some scepticism whether the uh, relaunch bricks in Johannesburg would prove uh, any more of a geopolitical weight in the world uh, than the previous iteration of, of, of the uh, uh, bricks. Certainly the bricks uh, uh, did take some momentous steps in Johannesburg uh, to give themselves uh, greater clout. Uh, for instance, uh, the, the decision to enlarge, bringing in six new members, Iran, Ethiopia, uh, uh, Egypt, uh, uh, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, uh, and the uh, United uh, Arab Emirates. Uh, Egypt and Ethiopia alone account for over 100 uh, million people, and that will increase the share of the world population of the BRICS from the current 40% uh, uh, to something rather around 45 or 46%, uh, and will also uh, uh, increase, although more modestly, its current uh, one quarter, 25% share of, of global GDP. Uh, the G7, by contrast, only has 10% uh, of the uh, world's population. There was also a lot of talk about giving the BRICS a greater economic role. A new development bank has been created, uh, which has extended $33 billion of loans thus far, although that's less than what the World Bank uh, generally uh, grants uh, in a, a single year. There's been a currency uh, swap mechanism, rather like the International Monetary Fund, to help BRICS members experiencing balance of payments uh, uh, difficulties. There's been some bond issuances uh, in, in rubies, uh, rupees, and now Africa, South African uh, rand. Although the idea of a common currency, which Lula has advocated, uh, still seems far from uh, realization. Uh, of course, the ability of the BRICS to be a big economic player depends upon China. It's 70% of the GDP of all of the BRICS combined and 62% of all of the inter-regional trade. So the willingness of Beijing to loosen the purse strings is going to be crucial uh, in the, to the extent that the that the new development bank of the BRICS can challenge the World Bank or the IMF or other emerging uh, global uh, financial uh, institutions. But there was also talk about giving the BRICS a greater role uh, in international diplomacy. Lula, for example, wanted a BRICS peace initiative on Ukraine, although there seemed to be enough of those peace initiatives around already. Better, in my view, for the BRICS to focus on the less uh, 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 prominent conflicts, uh, uh, for example, in Sudan or, or in the, the Democratic Republic of the Congo or in Somalia, uh, for uh, instance, where it might be able to do uh, more uh, uh, good. Uh, and there was also an attempt at institutional reform by having more structures in terms of more regular meetings of foreign ministers, academic exchanges and the like. So how should the West react to this uh, new uh, uh, BRICS? Uh, well, firstly, take it more seriously, because, yes, uh, compared with 15 years ago, its share of global GDP as well as global population has risen vis-a-vis -vis the G7 and will continue to uh, rise. And of course, the emergence of this new BRICS is a function of the opposition of much of the global South to the West, which has been evident in the wake of the Ukraine war. Um, secondly, uh, the West needs to improve its offer. Uh, Biden, for example, is currently asking Congress to recapitalize the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund to give those two institutions a new mandate to help the global South more with long-term project development in terms of food sustainability, health, uh, education, uh, uh, climate 
uh, and so on. The EU has come up with its global gateway to offer an alternative to China's one belt, uh, or one road. Uh, the West needs to show that when it comes to development, debt forgiveness, long-term investment, what it has to propose is better in the long run for the economic health of the democracy of these countries than what the BRICS is able to come up with. We need to improve our offer. Thirdly, the West needs to take more seriously the enlargement of the global institutions to more African, Latin American and Asian countries that otherwise tend to look to the BRICS for their salvation. Uh, this week, Narendra Modi, the, uh, the Indian pre uh, Prime Minister, usefully suggested that the G20, due to meet in India next month, September, uh, could uh, uh, open its uh, door to uh, the African Union as a member in the same way that the EU uh, as an institution is a member of the G7, G20. We need to finally uh, cut the Gordian knot of the enlargement of the UN Security Council, where no African country is currently, uh, or Latin American country, is currently uh, represented uh, as well. Next, the, the West needs to build its relations with the individual uh, uh, BRIC members, many of whom, like India or Brazil, were very clear in South Africa that they don't want the BRICs to turn into an anti-West club or a West bashing uh, uh, platform. And the way in which, for example, Modi or Lula have recently had successful visits to Washington, signing a raft of new commercial defense space economic deals, shows that these two these countries are perfectly willing to have relations uh, on all sides. We need to build on that uh, further. But most importantly of all, the West must not present the new BRICS as some kind of emergence of the official opposition, rather like James Bond is always up against Spectre, the global crime organization, or NATO was up against the Warsaw Pact in a kind of binary black and white way. That would simply play into the perspective uh, of uh, Russia and China, uh, the rhetoric of Putin in his speech to the BRICS in Johannesburg, uh, uh, that uh, it, it, the West is out to get the uh, global South and to, and to do it down and to sustain its hegemony. We need to react in a more relaxed and pragmatic uh, uh, way uh, and not indulge in the same kind of rhetoric as well. Ultimately, what the countries of the BRICS, most of them seem to want, are economic things, debt forgiveness, finance, project development funds, supply chain security, food, energy, resilience, jobs, uh, uh, and those kind of things to benefit their populations. So the West must turn its attention above all to making sure that its own institutions provide those things better than the BRICS. That is the challenge. Thank you for listening uh, today. Good to be with you and look forward to more eyes uh, coming your way very soon. Bye for now.